This is the Tar Life Podcast from Team Anderson Realty, where we talk about all things real estate, give a behind the scenes peek of the adventures of buyers, sellers, and agents, get tips and tricks as a home buyer, a home seller, or listing agent. We put the real in real estate. And now your host, top producing mega agent, Erica Anderson. Thank you again for joining us at Tar Life Podcast. And this is our, I think it's our third, third episode. Yeah. And I'm really excited about today's episode because we're going to talk about something a little bit different. We're going to talk about Egypt, which Jennifer, my executive assistant, she went yes. with Melody and I. And we're going to talk with about that. But we're also going to talk about creepy or unique properties that we've shown and what that was like, and a little bit about agent safety and what we do to mitigate any type of things that could go wrong. But we're going to slip in a little bit about just unique scenarios as well. So I am excited to start, and we are going to start with Mel. What was your favorite thing about Egypt? Well, first of all, what what were you thinking when I was like, Uh, all right, uh, we started with uh, Ireland, and we were like, all right, yeah, we're going to go to Ireland, and then I was like, you know what? We're on that side of the world. Let's just go to Egypt. Right. And then Lindsay, my marketing manager, she was like, well, hell, you know, just go to Greece while you're at it. And I'm like, that's brilliant because it's kind of in between both of the areas. And so I was talking to Mel and Jennifer and I was like, let's go to Egypt. Like I've always wanted to go see the Great Pyramids. But what were you thinking? Because you've never even both of these two have never traveled internationally. We're newbies. We both got our passports at the same time. <laughs> and we have all the same stamps. So going to Egypt, the thought of going to Egypt was fun, right? I think I was most excited about riding a camel and seeing the people. Mm-hmm. I think that was still like my all-time favorite. And then the food, like I love food. I'm a foodie. So Were you trying. nervous about like terrorism or um, was it just pushed in the back of your mind like I skydiving? Think, I think I had compartmentalized. We talked about that. Yeah. But I think... The part that was scary, it didn't really hit me until we got there. And there was so much security. The bomb sniffing dogs. Right. Dogs. To like wow. even get That's into the hotel was like, why are they sniffing us? Turn they, off the vehicle. Yeah. The dogs. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no like, bombs are good. Just, they think we have drugs. And they're like, oh, no, it's just, you know, for, for bombs. And I'm like, like, we're going to bomb or like, what's the deal yeah. here? Yeah. So I think the safety thing didn't really hit me until because I had never experienced anything like that. And even like <laughs> driving through the city, like Jennifer and I were like, would we drive in like an hour and a half? Oh, yeah. yeah. And we were like, yeah. oh, my gosh, like I've never seen anything like this. Why are people honking 24 yeah, seven? Why is there lines in the road when people don't use lines in the road? So I think it was just a different. Experience. It's a culture shock. Yeah. Very oh, and it's totally different than Europe because Europe is still similar to the States. Sure. But I've been to Vietnam and it reminded me a lot of Vietnam. In that people live very different lives Mm -hmm. and they don't make our tour guide, for example. He told me after the whole trip, this was like a seven hour excursion that the tour company paid him $15 for the day and that he relied on tips to make a living wage. And I was I mean, we tipped him very well. So he did. He did well. But imagine if he only got $10 and he traveled hours to get to our hotel on a bus use the taxi that the company employed and then took a bus back home 
And so this was a true probably 10 to 12 hour day. So Jennifer, tell me, what were you thinking when I was like, Egypt, let's just throw that in. Honestly, I mean, I've been with you for so long. Like, you throw anything you, at you, me. and No it's, shock, right? It's really, yeah, it's not shocking. <laughs> but exciting, right? It's always exciting, of course. Uh, but when we got there is when I was truly kind of in shock. Like, well, I, I had, think the, the airport was yeah. a little... It was crazy. It was chaotic, and it felt like people weren't as warm no, as you're used to. Not at all. And so you, you didn't know what you were expecting mm-hmm. when you first. I kind of felt like I was roll having a look over my shoulder the whole time. I agree. A little bit. Yeah, it was like watch my bag. Wait, yeah. didn't you guys have an issue with like the f- getting there, like the we airline? Missed our flight. We did. So, yeah, missed yeah. we yeah. missed our flight, and then In Mel place, yeah. missed. Was that your ticket that you couldn't find? That was on the way back. Okay, that was on the way back. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. for a hot That's second, so we were like, "Oh, <laughs> we'll just leave her." And I'm us. like, "Please don't," because Eric is usually like, "Where are you? We're leaving." Right, <laughs> like, right. Um, <laughs> Mallory is so self sufficient. Yeah, She'll be good. She'll yeah, just spend another this. day in Cairo. <laughs> no problem. Actually, wasn't that? Oh yeah, we were in Cairo. That's where we got stuck. That I got stuck. Yeah, back. Yeah. yeah. No, as soon as we get off the plane, like you could instantly feel like for one. I guess they smoke inside. We, we don't do Oh, that. my yeah, gosh. Yeah. That was... I was getting a headache in certain In the places. airport, they yeah. smoke? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But it instantly, when we got there, you could feel a culture shock. But I will say, like, our tour guide was amazing because I don't see how we would have done that process without having some that took us through oh, no. each part of the airport. It, it was way too complicated. Oh, yeah. So our hotel, we paid extra to get guided to and from like the airport. Right. And so he went right through security. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. It was like VIP treatment. It was yeah. amazing. Like we didn't put our bags through the little checker when we left. We just rolled on out. And I was like, well, this is fantastic. Right. You know, I mean, who's what's going on? <laughs> Who but are these people? He was good. Our guides are really good. Right. Yeah. We had a guide that took us to areas that we knew would be really good for photographs, like away from all the other tourists. So it looks like we were the only people right by the Great Pyramids on these camels. And my father, he got on a camel mm. and the guy was whipping him around. And he was like, yeah. OK, boss, you want a picture? And the camel's like this. And I, I swear, my dad's saddle was slipping. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he's going to fall off. These camels feel like they're 12 feet tall. Yeah. And thankfully, he was like, no, I was good. I was fine. But at first, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, be gentle with the get boss. Get him a new camel. Get him a new camel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Puerto Rico. Yeah. But I was just like, oh. oh, my gosh. We even got to go into the oldest pyramid in yes. that area. It was like 4500 mm-hmm. BC. Wow. Djoser Pyramid, I think. Yeah. Or the Step Pyramid. Yeah. How did it feel when you guys were in the pyramid? So like- it was stifling. And going down so my it, that was, was it hot? Was it cool? Fierce. Like was it was it, hot? Yeah, really hot. It was not a lot of ventilation well, because we also have a lot of clothes. on. You were hunched oh, over yeah. right. going down Very and narrow. walking. It was crazy. Yeah, but you're fully clothed because that we respect our culture. So right, we were fully clothed. Not what are those called? Skin. I'm not sure their their actual term, but they told us that that's what the desert Egyptians culturally wore, and it protected their face from the sun, okay. from the wind, Sense. and. Sand. We wanted to, we we paid a little extra to get them, but we wanted to have that like full vibe. Like mm. we were yeah. back in the, the mm-hmm. days where they still wore them and they really did work. But yeah. we did. We wore them the whole day. We didn't wear anything else that covered our hair because they're they're actually really great people in that they respect our culture 
But we didn't have, you know, our breasts hanging out or a lot of, yeah, anything like that Mm -hmm. showing. We wanted to respect them because we appreciate their culture, even though we aren't Muslim. And so we did. We did get hot. Yes. But it really wasn't as hot as I thought it would be. No, no. We went at a really good time of year. Like North Carolina hot? Like midsummer hot? Or like... Yeah, like, yeah, but really. really. It was a mild... Like 80s, but like not humid there. at all. No humidity. Yeah. Okay. No humidity. You're expecting like 200 degree right. desert no. weather, yeah. and it was a nice 90, like low 90s, and it, it just it had a really wonderful. I mean, to be in the desert in Egypt and technically like at the African continent, you're mm. just expecting something more severe. It was like she said, perfect time of year, October. Yep. Well, the October, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You know, it just hit me. Remember all the dogs everywhere. Yeah, I just remember that. Like, we saw an enormous amount of animals. I think that was the hard part for me was children and animals. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was was scary driving down the road, and they were just There's, like, like, toddlers on open mopeds just nipping in it. Oh, yeah. Or just crossing the street. Yeah, crossing the street. There were a lot of teenagers or young adolescents that were clearly just running around at night. I mean, it's normal for them. And, you know, they were all happy. I have to say that not once did I see a child unhappy. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Like Mm-mm. they just live differently, but they're content in, in how they live. And, you know, we're so spoiled as Americans. It's shocking. It is. It's yeah. shocking. I've never seen anything yeah. like right, that before. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. their normal life. And we saw the, like, the talk, oh, they called Talk Talks, that new vehicle. Yeah, yeah, the little oh, one. yeah. The little we one. saw an accident. Somebody yeah. got wiped well, out and they were laying in the on the highway. Knocked out. And I'm like, what do you guys do? Do you like, because you can't really get through, you know, I'm like, do you guys call like an ambulance? Is this a thing? So it, it's just the culture difference was mm-hmm. for sure. But different. really warm yeah. people. Very warm people. Really warm. Really we got to go to the Nile River, which was so cool. Yeah. Just to know all the history. We went on a dinner <laughs> cruise and it was definitely a negative star out of 10. Or five. Like it was a, a terror. It was funny. It was almost comical, but it was again smoking. It was absolutely everywhere. That was hard for it us reminded me of like stepping into a bowling alley in the 90s. Yes. Everybody's like smoking. <laughs> yeah. Everything's carpeted. Yes. Oh, wow. The food then, like, was music. like, the food seemed like it was a frozen dinner that got warmed yeah. up, a fish. Oh. Or chicken. Oh. And yeah. And so what was so funny is it was so loud. I wanted to get out of there because I have very sensitive ears. I just have always been sensitive. It was super loud. I knew my dad is the same way as me. So I brought him out. And he, you know, he wanted to be away from the smoke and stuff. And so finally, Diane comes out and she's like, you know, I love the view. It was a beautiful view. The ship was cool. And she wanted to stay out there, but they were celebrating her birthday at yes. this oh, time. My so gosh. Mel was in there with Jennifer, and they're texting me and they're like, get Diane in here. The belly dancer's coming. And oh. it was like, she was like Russian belly dancer or whatnot. And she was a beautiful woman. Yeah. And so I was like, Diane, you got to go in there about to celebrate your birthday with belly dancer. And she's like, I am not going in there. Like, absolutely not. And so for the tea. Yes. Again. I, uh, <laughs> I make their way I'm over like, to the look, I look in the window and she's like, they're like singing to Diane. And I'm like, wait, and Mel, like, yeah, it's your birthday today. Oh my gosh, she wouldn't go in there for that? No, because, you know, like she she didn't like the loud music and she her thing is not going to be a woman belly dancing around her, which, you know, it would have been hilarious. It was so entertaining. So just the fact that Mel always gets this weird stuff happens to her. Like, 
They think it's, it's her birthday. She rolls with it. I'm like, oh, I, yes. Oh, yeah. I, I oh, didn't yeah. see any Chad. videos of the, oh, yeah. of the belly dance. Oh, yeah. 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 It was so cool. And then <laughs> the last thing I want to say is our hotel was the Marriott. And it is literally like you go out of the hotel and you make a right and the Great Pyramids are right there. Oh, so uh-huh. in the courtyard, you feel very secure and mm-hmm. you are looking at two of the Great Pyramids right when you're eating. Wow. The service was phenomenal. The, the food was, was phenomenal. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely amazing. Everybody was so nice. Mm-hmm. I cannot recommend that the Marriott oh, yeah. in Cairo. Best spa experience ever. And yes. yeah, we did have a nice massage. Ooh. Yeah. I would totally go back. I would probably want to explore some different areas and different ruins. New Cairo. New Cairo. Be, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. They have a new museum that that's yeah, probably open that. by now that I hear is phenomenal. Mm. And so we we only had two and a half days because Diane was like, oh, I don't know how it's going to be. We, when we got she shorted because of the... We missed, we missed the flight. The flight. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we missed a whole day. There, but we really. crammed in. I mean, we had such an experience for two full days. Like it was really, it was a great experience. And I am so glad that we did it. And it felt safe. It really did feel safe. So yeah. anybody who's listening to this, if you have considered visiting Egypt, just do it. Yeah. It's, yeah. The it's people are amazing. List. They are, they are they such really great, are. great hosts and they welcome you. And so anyways... We will talk again in the next podcast. I'll, we'll see at the end of this what we're going to talk about in the beginning, you know, for adventure-wise. But I wanted to go over the fact that as real estate agents, Mel and I have been licensed for a very long time. We have had interesting showings. I remember one time I was showing, and this was when there was more foreclosures, probably 2009, 2010, maybe even into eleven. I was showing some clients properties in the winter and in the winter it gets darker faster. And I went into this one home. I forgot where it was, maybe Clayton or Willow Springs. It was somewhere around there and the the back door was open and there was no power on. Oh, no. And it just had this vibe. And so I remember being like, all right, this is kind of creepy. But one of my favorite stories is I had a friend, very good friend, Rebecca. And she will laugh when she hears the story because she was like, I'm ready to find a house. And she's like, and I found one and I really connect with it. She goes, but there's a cemetery very close and I can see all the graves. And she goes, but it doesn't bother me. She's like, but it doesn't bother me at all. And I go, Rebecca, like for resale purposes, it's not ideal to have a massive cemetery view right like that's not ideal like right. okay like be your forever home yeah i mean if it's like a family house. cemetery or like one of those <laughs> ruined ones where it's not you know you just yeah. look beautiful okay maybe but this one so we went in the winter another theme winter showing and i was like now she's a form not informer but she was a marine and so i felt very felt very safe with her but we roll on up and i'm like okay we're gonna see this cemetery home and if you really really love it then i'll support you and so we go into this house and i'm like oh i don't know i just i get vibes i i just Wait, something is this about the same it. house with the door open no this is just oh, different oh, but okay. it's the whole theme of the winter showings when gotcha. it's darker but this one happened to be a really good friend and so i i opened the door and i was like i'm not going upstairs i was like i'm not i said that little there's like this hobbit door I was like, it's like a portal. Like, I mean, I don't know what it is, but it just looked, it just looked eerie. And she was like, 
you know, I don't know if I'm going to go up there either. She's like, I get kind of vibes. And she's not that kind of person. Like, she's not scared of anything. Like, she's very laid back. Yeah. The best house for you then? Yeah. So we start, we're like looking out the back window and I'm like, oh, the moonlight really highlights those those tombstones beautifully, (laughs) you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, you have a clear view of hundreds of dead bodies, you know, like markers. And she's like, yeah, you know, it's not too bad. The house itself, you know, it's kind of cool. And so I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to let you go upstairs if you want. Now, this was vacant. We usually go up with our clients. But I was like, oh, absolutely not. Like not. It was like eight o'clock at night. Maybe it was 730. It was pitch black. I got five. So anyways, she was like, she kind of went halfway up the stairs and she kind of peeked and she was like, I'm done. She's like, I'm, really? I'm fine. Yeah. So then I was like, all right, well, let's go. We've ruled this one out. So I go to open the front door and it will not open. Done. Like it will not open. And I mean, this is like. Is it locked or is it like jammed? It's, it's, yeah. So super easy, super easy to open. And I was pushing with all my weight. And I mean, it didn't feel like it was stuck in a spot. It just was like this force field. Like it wasn't opening. And I'm like, Rebecca, like I need your, your marine strength. Like, can you open this? She could not. And so I go, okay, I'm like, well, we need to go out the back where the graves are, like very close to the property line, mm-hmm. like back in this beautiful moonlight, and then go into the front, open the door, lock the back door, and then lock the front. Nothing happened, but it was very eerie. And when I went to the front, it had no problem opening. That's so weird. Like no problem. The door handle turned, like the whole thing was just. They didn't want you to leave. Oh, my gosh. And so she was like, all right, yeah, I've totally ruled that out. I am not going to buy that house. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Thank- it was an answer. We're not was looking it? at it. It was an answer. A big cemetery? Oh, yeah. yeah. Jennifer's from Andrew. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, it was right there. And I mean, it is a beautiful cemetery, but I just, I'm personally, I do not want, I don't want to be reminded about death anyways every right. day. Like. Yeah. You know, you could buy a plat and, you know, you could be buried here and it could be your home forever. No, like that, not for me. <laughs> In the backyard. Yes. <laughs> so have you ever shown a property that was, you know, a little eerie or do you have an experience where you felt like you were a little creeped out? When I became an agent, the market was just kind of starting to turn a little bit. So you were walking into homes that were missing toilets. Mm-hmm. And- you know, plumbing fixtures. Vandalized. Yeah, vandalized, things like that. So getting used used to that, you know, at first was kind of hard. But it wasn't all the properties. But I've never really experienced anything weird. I haven't either. Crazy. I don't like going into homes that the power's not on. That's Me kind of neither. creepy, especially when it's cold outside. Cold in winter. I think I'm just more scared of, like, squatters. Yeah, and I've thought about that, too. Yeah, so that's what scared me, you know, with the companies that you could just anybody can get into without an agent. Oh, I yeah. think that was always my biggest mm-hmm. fear when the market was really hot. We were seeing a lot of high buyers and they were, you know, purchasing the properties and then reselling them. And then anybody on the street could download an app and get into the house. So what if they just had to go to the bathroom or what if they, j- whatever the reason right. was. <laughs> well, yeah, because that probably happens all the time. Yeah, right. So it's like, but what if you just, Anybody could be there. So, I mean, some of them have cameras. I think they're really nice ones did. But I was always scared that that would probably be the scariest thing for me is when that was a very hot ticket. Just seeing, walking in and seeing someone sleeping in a room and then them freaking out. Oh, my gosh. Freaking out. 
that encounter itself probably always scared me. Jennifer and I went into this Victorian. I was just thinking oh yeah, about that, that house. I yeah. yeah. So Mel well, and I, I said we need to preview this because it could be a hot property when the market yeah, was hot. It was a historical. Yeah. yeah it so was I brought Jennifer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I remember I was a little baby. I was like, yeah, like I just and it wasn't because I was like, ooh, it's spooky. It was more or less the squatter thing because yeah. mm. we went, we arrived. So tell us about that property and what we experienced. Well, it wasn't too far from downtown Peakway. So yeah. Really? That, where was that? I, I don't remember, remember what street it was is, on, it, is it within the city limits? Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. remember. I'm yeah. arresting it too. It was I like, remember it was. T- like three or four minutes from the gym. Okay. Yeah. Super okay. close. The yeah. potential for squatters was like. Was there. Well, because the door was open, right? And the door oh, was open. No. See, that yeah. no. freaks me out. What happened? Yeah. And it was dusk. And be like, hello. It was dusk it was when dusk. we go in. Do you ask? Yeah. They did have power. It did have power. That's shocking. I know. So luckily, because all we, I mean, we had our phones that we could have used flashlights, but honestly. The staircase, I remember, looked really pretty. It did. Yeah. It was also it a was, scary. It was yeah. a very beautiful home. It was just, it, it was dark up there. Like you had to go all the way yeah. upstairs it, it to turn on power, a light. It had power, but there only in certain like areas. A, there wasn't like a switch down at the base of the staircase was to it, turn on upstairs. It's a cool, because I remember you guys went in the summertime. Was it? Cool oh, or no, no power? it was cold. It was yeah. cold. It was definitely like so winter. They, yeah, it was. It was probably about or fall, I would it? say. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I remember having on my like thick jacket. Yeah. I, was, I thought I sent in the summertime. Okay. And it, okay. we were totally, I ended up messaging the agent. I was like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but the keys were like, I think under the mat and the oh door gosh. was open and yeah. there was no way though for me to close it and lock it. So that's a, a perfect example of a house that kind of gave you, you know, it's just older historical, yeah. like she said. And so it was really interesting and unique. But the fear of squatters, it's always mm-hmm. good, like Corey said, to just say hello. Because, you know, squatters are not probably aggressive or mm-hmm. people that, yeah, you know, they're, they're just, just looking for a, a place warm, to stay. Yeah, yeah a warm sure. place or something sure. that's out of the elements. And yeah. so the main thing for agents is we got to make sure that we, if something's open, mm-hmm. I made sure because it was vacant that I brought Jennifer because mm-hmm. if there's some sort of issue, she has guns that, you know, I mean, natural guns. Yeah, natural I, I guns. was like straight out of the gym. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. She's like my bodyguard. <laughs> natural. So I'm really safe. Yeah. <laughs> we always push her forward when we're doing yeah. things. We're like, we're first, Jennifer. Yeah. She's packing the heat, huh? Except well, plane. you jump last. You know what was creepy? When we were in Ireland and we were in the old servants' quarters. Remember in the castle? Oh yeah. Oh we yeah. So I so the yeah. guy was like our our wine guy, you know, yeah. our, the manager of the restaurant. He was like, "Hey, I have this this place that, you know, you guys can go see. It's the servant quarters, but it's still it's kind of dilapidated." And I yeah. was like, "Oh my gosh, sign me up." Mm-hmm. So we all went in and I went in first and I was like, "Ooh, this is kind of cool." And so I go in and then I'm like, I get to a point where it's it's kind of dangerous and so I turn around and it was super narrow. It was made out of these blocks, these, you know, it was a castle. stone blocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like yeah. a castle. Yeah. And so I'm turning around as Jennifer's coming, and Jennifer's like, oh, there's giants. I'm recording here. this, by the way, the whole we time. Were all, all three, three of, us of us were recording our it. own perspectives. It was so video. funny. It's hilarious. And I go, oh, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, no. And I mean, the walls, it was so like, narrow. You're like, <laughs> next to these there. giant spiders. And they're not cave-dwelling spiders, but they're clearly they these large. dark. And they have those 
not fuzzy legs, but they have those stick-like legs that mm-hmm. are kind of creepy. And they were they were silver dollar suckers. Like those things were thick. Yeah. And so Jennifer's like, no, it's fine. And then I realized that they are everywhere. Yeah. So and then I, I start It wasn't until the big ones you realized then. Yes. But it wasn't until the next day when we looked at our video that we realized that there were baby spiders. Everywhere. 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 But we were laughing. We're going to pee our pants. Like the whole thing was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I was trying to get out at the same time, but the, it was too narrow. We but there wasn't a floor. These, you had like, to like. hallways so the servants wouldn't be seen? It's yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, it was just kind of like they didn't want to be seen or they didn't want them to be seen. So they would go in and out for quick access to gotcha. like the kitchen or whatnot. Yeah. And it was one of those things where, again, Creepy. you're not just looking for squatters, but you're looking at it wasn't the basement. It, wasn't just, un- no, it, was, it was just, just this un- little hallway. Huh. But it's you're looking for snakes, for mm-hmm. spiders. Never. I mean, when we're showing, if we're outside, I mean, you have to actually be more aware of not just potentially people. Things like animals, mm. animals, and the crawl spaces. Yeah. I'm sure you yeah. you've been in creepy crawl spaces. I've been, yes, never seen any animals. Think, yeah. but uh, yeah, I remember my dad opened up a crawl space, and there was a giant snake like coiled up, oh. mm-hmm. and and we were and the sellers were like, oh, we haven't been in there in a while, and he's like, well, you know, you have a potentially a venomous snake in your crawl space. Like it did not look very nice. Oh my god, and so. That was just one of those things. We experienced some really strange things. So I had one experience, and I'll go into that, with one client, not even a client. I dropped them as a client, but we'll go into agent safety. Do you know how much your home is worth in the Triangle area, Raleigh-Durham, Charlotte, or the coastal regions of North Carolina? In this ever-changing real estate market, your home may be worth more than you think. Fill out the free home valuation form on teamandersonrealty.com to get a no-obligation, complimentary home evaluation now. Don't rely on computerized estimates or tax values. Instead, get a more accurate current market value. Go to teamandersonrealty.com today or call 919-610-5126. But before that, I just want to know, you know, we're talking about the cemetery house and how it felt like there was some sort of weird entity in there. Yeah. But tell me, Corey, what would be a deal breaker for you if you moved into a house? Would a cemetery be a deal breaker or things flying off the walls, doors? No, I think the cemetery would be the deal breaker for me. Would it? Yeah. Yeah. Just start. Well, what if there's no cemetery? I don't want to wake up in the morning and drink coffee and stare at a cemetery. Like, ah, you. No, 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 no. I love it. Come over and have coffee with me. I can look at the view. Like, no. No, okay. What if there's no cemetery view? What's a deal breaker? Doors that don't open for you that aren't um, jammed? I shut? own a home in Maine that's like 118 years old, Ooh. and there have been a few deaths in it. Yeah. Um, but I don't get a weird, creepy vibe from it. Like, I've been there by myself. That's obviously. another thing. The state of North Carolina, you don't have to disclose. Right. Deaths. Right. Mm. So if anybody, if that's a deal breaker for you, you might want to ask the agent to ask yeah. if it's an estate sale. Absolutely. Yeah. Like ask the agent because we can't not disclose material. Like thing, it's not technically material fact, but if we know something, we can't not disclose it. Right. If it's if we're asked, we just don't have to advertise it. And so that is a great point. 
Sometimes we do sell. I sold my grandmother's property where she passed in the home, but I would never feel like, you know, that there's any type of thing with Bad it. Energy. But yeah, like sometimes yeah. you just, Jennifer, what would what would be your deal breaker? I mean, would you mind a cemetery in your backyard or? I mean, if it was it's on a really like good a beautiful deal. country hillside. It's a beautiful, it's a great deal. You know, beautiful I, That's view. fine. You're yeah. cool at the cemetery. I'm, a would, big one. Yeah, I would be fine with that. Like thousands yeah, of graves. sure. Yeah? Yeah. I don't think that would bother me. Okay. Well, um, what is a deal breaker? I don't know. I guess for if, me, I, if it just made me feel like, like what if, if I had for like, flying off the shelf? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be okay with that if it was happen- happening like regularly. Oh, okay. So she'll take a few items. Just if it was, poltergeist if it was activity. Like, if it was like stuff that... Just a little bit. <laughs> like, you know, a book fell over every now and then. That's cool. But like if it's breaking things or... She's like, if it like cleaned my house, I would love right. it. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. it's scratching me, no. But you're it throw a couple things. on your legs. <laughs> like, That's no. still a breaker. No. Uh, I, would you do a cemetery in your backyard? I, I think about the resale of things. Mm-hmm. I tend to look forward. No, what if it's a great deal? I still kind of look forward to things like, what what is this going to pan out to be in the future? Like, what is this going to be two years, three years? And that's something that I always- 20% price reduction. I'm like, so you've got to think about that. When the market was really good, it really didn't matter, right? But now the things settle, people do think about things like that. I think I wouldn't want to live in a house that somebody was murdered in. Oh, that's a good point. Especially like the family ones where there's multiple people. I couldn't do that. I think that absolutely- I don't mind that someone's passed away in a home because I hope that one day I can pass away in my home, right? It's a comfort thing. But murdered? No. Somebody, what about suicide? I know. No, I don't think so. Yeah, so murder and suicide. And that's a good point. I think there's some pretty dark things, they you are. know? Yeah. So it's yeah. Like, yeah. It's like the dark of things. I think the eerie. Like, like you said, passing away in your home, that's peacefully. peacefully. Yeah, okay. I've worked with many of, many of, I do many estate sales and that happens a lot. Yeah. It's common and it's, it's peaceful. It's fine. But the part of like the, just knowing, just being energy. reminded about it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. There was somebody that told me, and I don't know who it was, that somebody had their son, like an older son, I believe, or her husband or whatnot, had killed themselves in the bathtub. And there was a bullet hole that they that was there. And I want to say, and I could be remembering this incorrectly, but I want to say that they didn't know about this until right before closing and they noticed the hole in the bathtub or maybe it was during inspection. And then that's when it came out that somebody had, you know, shot themselves and he did it so that it wasn't that messy. You could clean that up a little bit better. And so I think it was a huge deal for them, but they ended up closing on it anyways. Like they came to terms with it. But that was that was something that I heard that. And I was like, that is that's intense. You know, I I would have to like gut it. I'd have to gut I'd, the whole I'd, thing. Really I, the but even then, I don't feel like I could get you're, you're past reminded, that. right? You're reminded. You think about it. It's still something that negative that happened. I, I, guess. I, I, I know, couldn't shower or be, took a bath in that tub. Uh, no, absolutely no, right? not. Yeah, no. but some things that happen in bad homes to me don't feel necessarily like negative, right? When we went to the Conjuring House. Never felt a bad. Nothing negative. Yeah, we went to the real conjuring house and people were living in that house, which is a great example of some people do not care if there are entities potentially living in their home. They're just like, you know what? We're going to make this cash cow. We can coexist. We can coexist (laughs) and make money together. Yeah. Remember he, they were saying that like the Amazon drivers, like some of them were really freaked out and were just Mm -hmm. like throw the packages. (laughs) 
Some yeah. would leave them at the yeah. end, like, and then like they had a the note at the end of the driveway that was like, someone lives here, like, please be respectful, because they're like, yeah, just show up and take pictures. But it was they, so famous because uh, of the movie. That movie yeah. put them on the map. But that was, we did an overnight, and we stayed yeah. there, and it was one of those such, like, super cool experiences, very creepy, mm-hmm. and I personally, I would love the business aspect of it, but I could not live there. Yeah. No way. I just think... You know, yeah, like it's just, and there's, there was a lot of Native American. I think there's like Native American graveyard out there. Yeah, we, we went outside. I thought it was outside. Yeah, actually there was activity. A woman had hung herself in the barn yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. There was a lot like within the house. And I think some woman had killed children potentially. Wasn't it like down in the basement? Really yeah. yeah. Like I didn't feel any of that negative, negative energy right. there. So right. I get why they still. Yeah. But then you, but like Mel they said. had encounters though with meeting people. So it's not like they weren't seeing anything. They would tell you they had plenty of encounters. Like the guy said he'd had... take a shower and he'd see a, like a black shadow. shadow. Yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't be able to stay somewhere where I couldn't in the middle of the night go to the bathroom and be like freaked out. Like. You would, I will say I don't want to get out of bed. Every time like, that I. Went to the bathroom in there. I was a little freaked out. I think that was like the only time that I felt like, am I being watched? Because you're by yourself? Because I was like, by myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You psych yourself out when yeah. you go you there. Do. Oh, like, that. like, even if you don't feel something, you're just like, is my mind playing tricks on me? Am mm-hmm. I feeling this? Am I, you know, is this is this real? Because you you lead up into the fact, like, I'm going to the real Conjuring house where this movie that's supposedly based on true stories was stemmed from. And, you know, you're always going to have a little piece of that experience with you. And you don't know, like, what what's going to happen. And we did. We definitely had some interesting stuff occur. Oh, yeah. So if anybody is watching this and they want to know what happened, you know, message us and we'll give you some of the details. They've got some great stories. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's a little little scary. So we don't want to go too much into it. I do want to talk about clients. So we deal with a lot of people. And some people are really weird. And some people are unsafe. Work and with the public. Yes. Right? Yes. And so a 99.9% of the time, we work with amazing people. Oh, absolutely. And I'm going to tell a story about somebody that I was going to potentially work with that I did show some properties to. But in the end, I decided not to because I just felt like this could be somebody that could murder me. And your gut. yeah, Go you know, and it's gut. so funny because I still show him three or four properties and but I would start dragging my father. So I'll get into the story and it's a pretty good one. But there's this man that inquired on a property that was near my office and it was kind of half burnt down and it was like $40,000 property, but he wanted to look at look at it. And I was like, absolutely cool. So I met with him and he's like, yeah, this is too much work. You know, let me Let's look at other stuff. So he sent me other properties that I had sent him that he wanted to see. And, you know, we get a little bit into this person's life and he was like, you know, this is, you know, going to be some estate money that from a trust that my parents left for me. And, you know, he was it was a modest, you know, hundred, $150,000. Now that could get you a lot more almost decade ago or about a decade ago. This was a while ago. And so I was showing him properties in Willow Spring, Clayton, all over. but. Me, I'm always interviewing people and I'm like, so, and he, cause he said, like, hey, I'm on disability and he seemed able bodied. And I just said, out of curiosity, you know, like, you know, what's the reason why, you know, you're yeah. on disability? And he was like, oh, I'm, I'm bipolar. And I go, okay. Like, I know plenty of people, yeah. I've dated people that are like bipolar. And so, but I was surprised 
that you can be on disability for being bipolar. Oh, it must either. be. It must be severe. And there could have been more stuff that he was diagnosed with on top of it. So I'm like, okay, so that's the first thing. He was talking to me about the fact that he used to live in Hawaii. And I think his girlfriend and him broke up. So he like just left everything and and moved where his brother was. And I'm like, okay, we're getting there. And so I noticed that he had this like scar on his face, but it looked like somebody bit his face. Like it looked like if I like just jumped up and grabbed Corey's cheek and just drew blood. That's what it looked like. His teeth were totally like black, like not mm-hmm. just like, oh, they need to be like, they look like there was drug use and stuff. And he had this thing and I'm like, hey, you know, what happened to your face? And he goes, oh, well, I was hospitalized. And I forgot the reason, but I think he was either tranquilized or he had some sort of problem. And they, he's like, they, let, they had me face down for an extended period of time. And then I developed this the sore and i'm like i don't know if i believe that but i'm like i'll leave it at that and i remember being like this was off buckhorn duncan oh yeah so it was a little remote especially 10 years ago and it was this cute house what year was yeah this this was about 10 years ago and so adorable home but it was vacant and so i remember being like you know i just get vibes from this person and i'm going to stay by the door and i'm gonna let him you know, evaluate this home. It was also vacant. And so I stayed at the door and then he he told me a story about how he had a dog and and he was driving in the car with his dog and some guy pissed him off driving. So he goes, I just drove my car and I turned the wheel and I just I just cut it like across. So I blocked this guy and he couldn't go forward. He's like, and I got in, I got out of my car. And he was like, and I was going to kill that bitch. And his, his eyes, when he's telling me this turned like black, Mm. like black. And he was like in that moment. I know. He was like in (laughs) the moment. And he was like, he goes, MFR, he locked his door. So I ripped his windshield wiper right off his car and I started smashing his wig out. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I'm Dad. alone with this guy and he's totally triggered by this story. And I didn't even ask him, like, were we driving in a car? I think I asked him if he had any pets. And so he's talking about it. And he goes, he goes, and I was going to rip him out of his car and I was just going to bash his brains in and kill him. He goes, but then I realized my dog was in my car. <laughs> he's like, and and I, it made me stop and really, like, think about things. And so then I just got back in my car and I left. And I was like, Ugh. I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy's nuts. So Get me after, out of yeah, here. so after that experience, does Eric stop showing him homes? Absolutely not. I bring my dad and I go, hey, dad, there's this guy. But I'm like, I'm all about like, I'm a hustler. I'm like, yeah, we're going to yeah. do this. Yeah. So I bring my dad and I'm like, just sit in the car. I'm like, because, you know, if I'm about to get murdered or something, like, it's okay. Like, just call 911. So I meet with this guy and I think I went to one showing with his brother who was totally normal and he was the head of the trust. So I was like, all right, I'm feeling better about it. Right. Then I did one more showing, my last final showing. And and uh, I forgot what he said, but he was talking to me and he goes, is there like internet out here because it's like really important for me like high speed internet and I was like oh like why is internet really important for you like why he goes well don't tell my brother but I do a lot of pornography blogs 
And I go, oh, Oh. I was like, well, I was like, let me, let me find out. And I will, uh, he goes, yeah, but you know, my brother can't know about that and stuff and this and that. And I'm like, I did not ask him like any further what type of pornography blogs that he did. TMI, TMI. And I was just like, you know, and the funny thing is I didn't really feel like he was like a predator for me. I just felt like he could hit a blackout rage and just murder whomever was around him. So I didn't feel that's why I showed him more properties. But this is a prime example of I was younger. I really needed the commission. Right. Like, I you needed were hungry. it. I was hungry. You were really hungry. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, if I don't die, then I'm like, what it's year good. was this? Yeah, 20, I was 000? in my 20s. Yeah, I was I was in my, I would say, like, 27, 28, so about a decade like ago. I like I remember this. Yeah. Oh, I talked about it for many years. <laughs> it was it was Hard. really, yeah. And, and that was one of those things where I decided that, you know, if you really feel like somebody is capable potentially of harming you, if you don't know, bring a buddy, bring mm-hmm. somebody. Or if you get that vibe, don't even do it. Right. Like, don't show, it's not worth it. You Always know? go with your gut. And I've that's learned. why, you know, if sometimes if we get somebody that we're not sure about, we feel like they're calling in because they're like, oh, there's an attractive agent, a man or a woman. If you get that vibe, we can switch. You know, we can give it to Corey. Yeah. We also do forewarn. We have forewarn. Yeah, we have an app that lets us know if somebody we haven't met has any type of charges, any type of record. And so I think I like that's that. really, yeah. You know, and I don't know, though, if my guy would have had one because I think he got away with his trying to kill that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't Who think. Who knows what else? Oh, yeah. no. Right. Exactly. You know, I wish I had his information. Because I would be so curious. But I just say, Melody, do your investigative work. Yeah. <laughs> Find out what you can. <laughs> Look, well, he's got a rough. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've also had people that call in. And I don't know if, Corey, you've experienced this, that they're trying to sell a property that they don't own. And they're always calling in when this happens. And they're like, I don't need to meet with you, but I need to list this property. And it's usually land, something that you don't yeah. need access mm-hmm. to. And I want to sign in the yard like tomorrow and I want it on the internet. And I think they're trying to get due diligence money. Yeah. And they're just, yeah, they're trying to do a little scam. And so there are so many things as agents that we're navigating because there are con artists. Mm -hmm. There are dangerous people. There are people that just, you know, not a good personality match to the agent. That's also a thing. And then there's also properties that are totally unique. You know, I mean, there's so but many. Not only are we realtors, we're also therapists too, because we hear it all, right? We do everything, yeah. absolutely I mean, crazy things, just like the road rage with the broken windshield wiper. Oh my yeah. gosh! <laughs> when he but it kept going, and I was like, "Wow, he ripped it!" And the way he was just like, "I was gonna kill the son of a bitch," and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> I was like, okay. "It's time for me to." Kill I was like, again. and I just backed up to this door, like, "Okay, I'm just gonna." Leave and run, you know, like, I don't know. I just I could just imagine him disassociating from reality or something mm-hmm. like that. And so, you know, and then you got it was a handful actors in life. Right. You have you don't know who you're dealing you with. Crazy people. And, yeah. you know, we there are a lot of agents. I mean, more than there should be that get killed and shoved in. In suitcases. Yeah. Do you hear that story? Yeah. There was a guy. It was a man. I think he was in New York City. He got murdered. And by whomever he was showing a property to, and they folded his body yeah. up, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh. I folded his body up and put him in a closet in a suitcase. Oh, my god. That's gosh. why I wear my watch, because I'm like, someone will take my right? phone. Same. They will take my phone. Yeah. But I actually pay for service on my watch. So it's got its like own phone number. So mm-hmm. I'm like, if they take my phone, they're probably not going to lift my shirt up to see if I have a watch mm-hmm. on. And I can call somebody from the trunk. Yeah. We can also do the emergency, too, to call yeah. 911. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I don't like showing properties at night. What about you guys? Like, I don't mind. I, I don't. I don't mind showing properties at night. I, it reminds me of a story. So years ago, I did an open house out in Raleigh near Crabtree. And very nice house. I'd say at the time it was probably five. Now it's probably seven or 800,000. It was way before the market kind of shifted. And I did an open house, got there a few minutes early and, you know, checked my surroundings. That's what I always do when I go to an open house. Like, unlock all the doors. Where's the front door? Where's the back door? Like, where can I get out Mm -hmm. of this house if I ever needed to? And so the open house had started. It was a Saturday and it was kind of the house was shaped really strange. So when you walked in the front door, it kind of led down a hallway. But I was standing in the kitchen. You kind of had to poke your head around the corner to to see around to the doorway. Not open concept at all. Yeah. And right, I heard the door open. And right when I heard the door open, I like peeked my head around the corner and be like, hey, how are you? And right when I did that, he locked the door. Mm. And he had a beast box. He locked the front door? He locked the front Uh, door. And all I could hear was the red flag. You know, like the clicking of the door. And he had a like a ball cap on and like so low that I couldn't see his eyebrows. Mm-hmm. And this was probably the scariest thing I've ever Have encountered. Have you ever met this person? No, it was at an open that house. Okay. Yeah, oh, okay. house. So anybody okay. can come in. And I remember looking like through the window when as he was like approaching me and I was like, there's no cars in the driveway. This is Ooh, weird. That is. Because it's a really oh, long driveway. No. Like there's no reason you would ever park in the street to get to that house because the driveway was that long. Yeah. So I was like, why isn't there a car in the driveway? It's only my car in the driveway. He walks in and he was just, I'm like, hey, how are you? And as I'm talking to him, I'm like taking steps back towards the door, like the sunroom door that was in the mm-hmm. living room. And he's, I'm like, how are you doing? He's like, I'm good. He's like, I'm here to buy a house like today. I'm like, like, you want to buy a house today? He's like, yeah, don't you want to help me? It was really like weird question. Mm-hmm. And I instantly felt like, you know, my stomach hurt, the hair yeah. on my arms stood up. And I'm like, well, the neighbor was just here. And I was like, they had a question for the, you know, the sellers. And I was like, so I'll be like right back. And so I stepped out of the front door, like ran around the house and just kind of like weeded. And by the time that I did that, somebody was pulling into the driveway. So I was like, oh, my goodness. Like somebody. What did he here. do when the other people came yeah. in? He stood in the house like the whole time. So he was walking like room to room. It was a two-story house. So it was probably about 3,500 square feet. So it was a pretty big house. But he stayed in the house the, the whole time the other family was in the house. And he was just walking like room to room. But you could tell that he wasn't like looking at the rooms he was kind of like buying time kind of thing Mm. and so eventually he left he walked out of the house and the people that were there they're like okay he was creepy and they're like we're gonna sit with you until your open house is done what time and i was like that's not till two and they sat with me until two oh that's so good but he was actually parked on the street waiting the whole time no so he was still there when he was left the whole time until two o'clock he was there outside on the street yeah so that was like the creepiest thing like i've ever encountered so after that, I was very, like, cautious. You have to be vigilant. Yeah, and you have you to be, like, yeah. you can't be, like, yeah, I'm ready to sell you a house. Like, you have to be, like, oh, ask some questions, Absolutely right? Absolutely not. Yeah. Like, you know, your life depends on yeah. it. You ask know, questions. Where is this car? You know, I was, mm-hmm. it was it was pretty scary. That was probably the scariest thing that I've encountered, you know, with someone. But yeah. 
I ask, I mean, if someone told me I'm going to buy a house right now, come get in the car with me, I'd be like, show me proof of fun. Show me your proof. Like, I'm not just going to go get in the car with you. Like, yeah. let's talk about this for a second. We're and never going to get in the car with them. Yeah, I'm going to ask right. like, leading questions. Yeah. And I'll meet you there. Yeah. And not well, exactly. that can, you know, nowadays we don't put buyers in our cars. No. I mean, I yeah. will if it's, you know, I do have a few older clients that want me yeah. to drive them. Certain situations. And I'm fine with that. But it, nine times out of ten, like, I usually say, I actually, especially if they're relocating, I'll say, I actually want you to get to know like how traffic is, what the neighborhood's like. So while I'm opening up a next door, you could be driving around. So it'd be better if you ride by yourself. So I never want to put myself in the situation driving with someone else anyway. Right. You just have to think about that, especially as a new agent when you're hungry to ask leading questions and, and, you know, not put yourself at risk, you know. Great points. I mean, you know, between things that could potentially be haunted to people that could be creators, (laughs) to those that could be crazy and disassociating from reality. I mean, we've seen it all. And so we are going to wrap up. But on our next episode, we're going to talk about Ireland, how that was, how the Irish countryside is. And I look forward to it. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Tar Life Podcast with top producing mega agent, Erica Anderson. If you've enjoyed this episode or found the content to be useful or fun, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Visit our website at www.teamandersonrealty.com. We are actively serving the Triangle area, Raleigh, Durham, Charlotte, and the coastal regions of North Carolina. If you're looking to sell a home, please contact Team Anderson Realty to set up an in-person or virtual consultation today.